Welcome to Real Relationship Goals, a podcast all about the realities of healthy relationships. Real Relationship Goals is a project of the Advocacy Center for Crime Victims and Children in Waco, Texas. If you or someone you know has experienced sexual violence or harassment and is seeking support, services, or needs more information, links to resources and our hotline number can be found in the description. The views expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect those of their organizations or affiliates. Hello, everyone, and we're back with another Community Partner Spotlight. Um, This season, we just wanted to be very intentional with highlighting our community partners and all the great work that they do. So our special guest for this episode is Natalie Sanchez from the Grassroots Community Development Organization. And today we're going to learn more about her and her position and some of the great things that she does in the Waco community. Um, so yes, Natalie Sanchez, so happy that you're here. Yes, happy to be here. Yes. Oh, that to the middle. Yes, yeah, so happy for you to be here and glad that you're a part of this and allowing me to interview it at this time. Um, so if you want to go ahead and like introduce yourself, what your position is, and we'll take it from there. Yeah, so I'm Natalie and I'm the South Waco Community Organizer at Grassroots. Um, I started in June of last year, so I've been there for a year and four months and was actually an intern the year prior to that. So I've been there a little bit of time. Okay, that's really, really nice. I like that. It's like, it felt great. The environment was great for you. So we just decided to stay there. It did. I fell in love with the community and what we were doing um, and walking alongside um, people and being partners. Mm-hmm. Um, and I truly loved that type of work. Um, and that, that made me stay and I fell in love with Waco and it just fits perfectly because I live in the community that I serve in. It's so, so great. I love that. So yeah, so we're going to start it. Um, so like my first question for you is, Tell me a little bit about the organization, like the people that you serve, um, what kind of services you provide and things like that. Yeah, so um, at Grassroots, we really just want to work on um, developing thriving neighborhoods. And that looks like um, financial literacy classes, home buyer education classes, um, external home repairs, affordable home building. Um, and then we have organizers in Northeast and South Waco that they're Uh, Our goal is really just to support community leaders and residents um, so that we are a resource to them in the community. Yes, that is so great. I love the work that you guys do. And I love the fact that you guys are like kind of like sectioned off in Waco. Like there's north and there's south, there's east and there's west. And that's really, really important. And also how you guys just hit on different aspects and how you can help evolve the Waco community like with the financial classes and things of that nature. It's just real unique of how you guys find different ways. It's not like a set um, way that you guys help the Waco community. Right. Um, Each area has its different strengths and um, have different cultures and communities. And so it's just super important to recognize um, what makes people special and important and unique um, and recognizing those strengths to then build on those. So work for each of us looks super different. Yes, 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 that is so important. So like with that being said, is kind of my next question following into this is like, what is your hope for Waco? What do you hope to see in the near future? Um, 
well, naturally, I think housing for one. Um, um, a lot of people need affordable housing, um, but also just access um, in the time that I've been there. Um, I've really been a strong proponent in advocating for access to resources and to information and to be a community partner. Um, so even access to having people at the table making the decisions is super important. Um, mm -hmm. So in the near future, I would hope that there's a lot more community participation and that there's spaces that allow for that to happen. Yes, yes. It's like I'm so grateful and thankful that we are partnering with you guys and just like trying to cultivate that space for community members to get more involved so that we can provide resources and access to different things for to benefit them in the long run. So I agree with you. I can't agree with you more. I hope that changes in the near future because everyone deserves a thriving environment. So that is so wonderful. I love that. So, yes, leading to my next question, like how can we possibly get more community members involved? Yeah, so we actually have like a volunteer sign-up sheet. So if there's ever any volunteer opportunities, you can just sign up and we'll reach out um, and say, are you available? Um, but something that's coming up, um, we are partnering with the city of Waco and um, doing a couple of like small minor repairs slash cleanup things um, in South Waco. Um, and so we're calling it Fall Into Action and recruiting volunteers. And on November 4th from 8 to 12, we'll be out in the community serving neighbors. Um, so that's an immediate um, thing that people can participate in. And not, um, you can always just sign up and be on the lookout for whenever we need more volunteers. And for the sign-up sheet, is it something like that can go like on your website and find? Um, they can call Grassroots and reach out to me at my extension 207. Mm -hmm. um, and that way I can lead them to where they need to go. Okay, that sounds so good. I'm so excited for that. That is so wonderful. Um, it just brings peace and warmness to my heart that there's actually people out here that really cares about their community and is willing to go to the the stinks and the lengths to do everything possible that they can to help it evolve. Um, so, yes, I, is there any social media accounts that people can follow you guys on or anything of such nature? Yeah, we're on Facebook and Instagram under Grassroots Waco. Um, if you go to our website at grassrootswaco.com, you can find all the information there um, about the history and where we are and how we're working with community. Mm -hmm. um, and we also have leadership training courses. So if you're interested, you can also reach out to me um, or any of our community organizers and we can set something up to equip you with the tools to be a community leader in your community. That sounds so great. Well, thank you so much, Natalie, for being here and allowing me to spread joy and spread this information about you guys because you guys do really, really great things. And just it's an honor to just be here and sit here and interview you and just being able to spotlight you guys. Yeah, no, so thank, thank you for so having much. us. We appreciate it so much. Yes, yes. And thank you guys for listening to this portion of our Community Partner Spotlights. And see you in the next episode. Bye. Everybody. Welcome back to Real Asianship Goals, Episode 6. I'm Kyla. I'm Ariana. Maria. <laughs> awesome. And we're going to go ahead and jump right into today's content. Kind of similarly to as we talked about in our grooming episode last week, we're going to skip over our story time for today, mostly just because 
the topic and the tone of this episode is a little bit more serious. So we definitely just want to hold appropriate space for that and just kind of respect that tone. So we're just going to go ahead and, and jump on into our content today. So today uh, is about sexting. WebMD also says it is sex texting and it is sending or getting sexually explicit or suggestive images, messages, or video on a smartphone, computer, tablet, or other device. So with that, you know, it could be getting or uh, sending nude or nearly nude photos or selfies, any videos that show, uh, show someone nude, performing sex acts or simulating sex acts, as well as text messages that propose sex or refer to sex acts. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's really important to to mention that while it's not inherently illegal, mm-hmm. it is if the person sending or receiving messages is under 18 years old because they are still a minor a child mm-hmm. yeah sexting is illegal if you are under 18 yeah, yeah. but but legal if you're uh, above that mm-hmm. a not 18 year old or below <laughs> so but there i feel like there is still kind of some unhealthy aspects when it comes to relationships that people are in with each other with sexting even though it's not necessarily illegal even if you are 18 years and older it definitely can be it's not inherently yeah it it doesn't have to be an inherently unhealthy thing Mm -hmm. it's just it It can can be be. yeah Yeah. depending on what you do with what you're working with (laughs) Mm -hmm. i think sexing is one of those things that like now with the social media and everything and like snapchat where it disappears is something that's like getting more common or is pretty common now but with that I think it's important to know that like if you don't feel comfortable doing it you don't have to do it like don't let anyone pressure you into that would be an unhealthy part of Mm -hmm. that but like for sure like if you don't feel comfortable sending it to that person um or even receiving them Mm -hmm. like you have the right to not engage in that activity you know like respect your the other person's boundaries and um their desires so mm-hmm. and just like consent yeah. you know mm-hmm. just because you were okay with sexing this person like last week or receiving or sending mm-hmm. doesn't mean that like right now you yeah. want to to continue with that I also just think of moments like if I'm with my family mm-hmm. hanging out maybe I'm showing my mom something on my phone and it's like oh I got a message from this person and I open it and there is an unsolicited penis on my screen I'm gonna be upset. Yeah. I am not gonna be a happy camper. Yeah. I did not want that. <laughs> right. I don't think anyone no. wants an unsolicited penis picture on their phone. It's true. Yeah. So just being mindful if you are wanting to engage in this, especially like with a partner, just having open and honest conversations and like establishing those healthy boundaries just to, to keep everybody as happy, healthy, comfy as possible for sure and then and then there's sexting when you're not in a relationship or mm-hmm. on like a dating app I'm thinking of like tinder yeah <laughs> yeah and then there's that in which you have not established any of those boundaries maybe you haven't even said hello yet now I'm is sorry. not now is not the appropriate time for a photo of your genitals 
keep those to yourself for until in, you get consent. Until you get consent. Yeah. <laughs> keep them to yourself. <laughs> I sure. you know, and like another thing to keep in mind is if you don't know this person well, like you just met them on a dating app or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's important to realize like you might be okay messaging this person a picture of your of your body. Totally cool and dandy. It's your body, do what you want to mm-hmm. do with it. But it's important to know that, like, you don't know this person and you don't know what they might do mm-hmm. with the picture that they get. Mm-hmm. Will they send it to their friends? Will they put it at their lock screen? Stay cool. safe. Stay smart. Yes. And, yeah, I think, which kind of leads on to the, if you are on the receiving ends of consensual sexted nudes, you, and if maybe you even, you're in a, you're in a relationship with this person. They sent you these photos they're like, sure, yeah, you can save them. You can screenshot them. That's awesome. I'm glad that you have that relationship with them. Good for you. But if you break up with them, what do you do then? Mm-hmm. Delete the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of builds up other emotions as well, like with anxiety mm-hmm. and just like having that uncertainty about the aspect was was like now I've fallen out with this person and they have these explicit photos of me now Mm -hmm. which that could lead into bigger issues Mm -hmm. with them like it can follow into like cyberbullying and stuff like they can revenge porn they can post your photos or whatever trying to hurt you and hurt your feelings in that way and it's just like yes sexting it's there you can do it if you have that relationship with that person but you always should be able to keep these things in the back of your mind as well it's definitely you shouldn't have to though yeah so revenge porn it's going up there with the p and e no-nos <laughs> we've got ghosting blocking revenge porn no yeah. not allowed and that one doesn't get exceptions there yeah. are no safety exceptions for revenge porn <laughs> i was don't uh, do it mentioning to Ariana earlier that there's someone i know who um, had broken up with their partner and really mad and you know had explicit messages of their partner and ended up sending it via via text message to a bunch of friends and you know ended up getting in legal trouble yeah they should have yeah um and so it's just kind of one of those things where like you strip it's a power thing you strip the other person of their dignity so disrespectful there is no reason for anyone besides who they you know, give explicit consent to viewing their their body in that way. And just, I mean, yeah, I revenge porn is just not ever. Yeah, if you are with somebody and then you're no longer with them, you have a falling out, delete those, mm-hmm. delete those. If you are ending things on good terms, let the other person watch you delete them. I There was an episode of uh, Ted Lasso, which I love very much, that handled someone who's um, like, I think one of their sex was like their email was hacked and that was shared online. Mm-hmm. It was, I can't I can't think of any words for what I'm trying to say right now, but they had a, a video that was released online. And then there was a whole discussion in uh, the football locker room of you should delete nudes that you have received like from people that you are no longer in a relationship with or sleeping with or anything like that. And then all of the players held each other accountable mm-hmm. and like not 
watched each other delete them because they weren't trying to show each other the photos and videos and things like that because that would have also been <laughs> disrespectful in the same vein mm -hmm. but just making sure of like having them show afterwards like you deleted it mm -hmm. and things like that and I just I very much so respected mm -hmm. and appreciated that because it was just a room full of like men holding each other accountable and I'm not saying that men are the only ones that do this because they definitely don't um, like I've had people that I know, like women that I know, try to show me things or be like, look at what this guy sent me. And I'm yeah. like, whoa, don't <laughs> that, the that. Yeah, that was not for mine eyes, mine own eyes. Mm -hmm. So definitely, I and I think it can be, it's just such a casual thing to be like, oh, whoa, look at what she sent me. Look at what he sent me. And that's just such an invasion of privacy mm -hmm. and just such a disrespectful thing that I really appreciated um, that they went out of their way to show kind of like proper nudes management. I don't know. <laughs> protocol? Don't yeah, know protocol. Yeah. Nudes protocol? I don't know. Proper. I thought that was special though. So like for our adult audiences, like mm -hmm. how do we engage with yeah. our, our young ones about sexting? Because it is, like I said, it's a common occurrence. I've, you know, known people who are underage unknowingly you know yeah you're, they're sending it over and it's everything. like it's not a big deal everybody's doing it but unknowingly like they are in possession of child pornography at this mm -hmm. point because they are a minor and they are sending it to someone who is now also in possession of child pornography which comes with its own slew of like legal yeah repercussions there but like how do we how do we engage that conversation with our children because it's Sex is always like one of those like hot button topics. Yes. <laughs> Ariana said uncomfortably. That's how we do it. <laughs> I'll second that. It is, yeah. It's so hard. I think that at the forefront of all of these conversations, just honesty mm -hmm. and powering through that discomfort because the safety and the health of the students in our lives is just number one priority I it's just yeah their safety is more important than my comfort in discussing this it's kind of similar like whenever we're talking about consent in our groups and things like that like we are intentional in naming here are the parts of your body mm -hmm. no one should ever be touching these parts of your body without your permission and we're very intentional because that empowers students to utilize that language whenever those boundaries are being crossed. And I think it can be not the same, but similar, like with this, of it's like, hey, this is what this is. Here's why it's illegal for you to be doing this. Mm -hmm. It's serious, it's severe you can get into real trouble for this. I know it doesn't feel like a big deal and it can be a not big deal as soon as you turn 18. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but until then, it's just a matter of this is illegal mm -hmm. and you can get into serious trouble or you can get somebody else into serious trouble and it's just not worth it. It's just so not worth it. Uh, I think going into that as well with the consent piece, it's like, if you are a minor and like especially like adults talking to children like if you are a minor just like expressing to them like 
any partner or whatever relationship you are in, if these people really truly care and respect you as a person, they wouldn't want you to send any kind of explicit images of yourself to them anyway. It's like, yeah, it might not be such a big thing when you get older, mm -hmm. but you can get in trouble for this. Mm -hmm. there, there's no way around that. It's because it's illegal because you're a child, they're a child. So you shouldn't do that. And just like breathing that conversation of empowerment to them is like, this is your temple. Mm -hmm. So you should respect your temple and the person that you're engaging with, whether it's a friend, whether it's a partner, they should also respect your temple because it's vice versa. Mm -hmm. You should do the same for others. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of my thought process on that. And I think maybe even kind of touching on the fact that it's it's wrong it's illegal to send these pictures and things message like pictures to your your other party um <laughs> to your other, party to the other but it's not something it's not because you should be ashamed of your own body no right? like yeah. definitely not yeah not yeah because i think some kids might be like oh like you know you're shaming me yeah, yeah. like we're we are not we are not yeah. shaming um no, no. we absolutely want you to feel comfortable and to feel wonderful about the body that you are in for sure we are we are sex positive yeah. <laughs> uh, we just want you to be safe yeah and that's the main thing and sexting when you're under 18 is just not safe mm. so like i said it's this silly as it might seem at the time it's just not worth it it's it's more worth it just to wait and um just because the repercussions are so big because if you are charged with being in possession of child pornography there is potential that you could end up on like a sex offender registry mm -hmm. which has repercussions for the rest of your life mm -hmm. those records are public um public knowledge so anyone can look up online a uh, registered sex offender offenders list and they can look you up by name or they can find you via you know area code like i i've gone online for my kind of neighborhood and seen where the uh sex offenders live and they can see what you've been charged with and what the age of the um victim was mm -hmm. and everything so i mean it it affects your jobs it affects a lot of things where you can live even you can't live within a certain space of of child or parts and like schools and things like that so mm -hmm. stay safe yeah. stay smart Absolutely. We definitely don't want to shame you in any way. If you have sent, if you've sexed it in the past or like, anything like that, that is fine. It's okay. It's yeah. okay. It's okay. Um, we definitely don't want to shame you for that. We we don't want to tell you that you're bad or you're wrong. We don't yeah. think that at all. Yeah. We just want you to be as safe as possible. And we just want the people around you to be as safe as possible as well. So please don't think that, that we feel like you should feel ashamed because you shouldn't. Mm -hmm. It's, that's silly. We just want you to be safe. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. Any other thoughts? No. Okay. All right. It's going to be a little bit of a shorter one, but uh, it's this one's just really to the point, yeah. <laughs> I think. But yeah, so we'll go ahead and jump into our relationship goal for today, which I have. Um, and I just want to encourage you all and us as well to take time, write out and establish boundaries that you want to implement in your current and future relationships I'm thinking specifically in relationship to like this topic, like what are you comfortable with? What are you not comfortable with? What boundaries do you need to set so that if somebody 
and like literally write them down. So in the future, if you're like, oh, that's making me feel weird, like this request that they're making, or they're asking me to do this. And I, I'm not really sure about this. You can go back to your list and say, is this me compromising a boundary that I've already established for myself? Am I actually comfortable with this? Or am I just trying to make them happy? Mm-hmm. So that's my, my relationship goal for this week. And then I think Ariana has our recommendation. I do. So by the time this episode comes out, it will be in the midst of November, Thanksgiving time. So it's never too early to try out new desserts, um, yes. especially around Thanksgiving. There's a lot of desserts in the, at the dinner table. Yes. So the recipe for caramel apple cookies, I have it. Um, on this paper over here, um, <laughs> it will be link. it will be linked in the descriptions for yes, our episodes. Yes. So it's like cinnamon caramel apple cookies, like from scratch. I think it's something fun to try out. So it looks delicious. I that think. sounds so good. <laughs> <laughs> so that is my recommendation. Oh, yeah. Now I'm hungry. Yeah, it's lunch, <laughs> it's lunchtime for us while we're recording this now. So that sounds extra good. But thank you guys so much for tuning in for this episode. We're so glad you're here. If you're looking for a little bit more PE content in the meantime, while you're waiting for next week's episode, uh, be sure and follow us on Instagram at ACC, ACCVC underscore prevention. That's what it is. Uh, or if you're just wanting more advocacy center content, you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Advocacy Waco. And be sure that you like this episode and subscribe um, or follow us on Spotify or YouTube so that you can be up to date whenever our next episode comes out. Thanks. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to Real Relationship Goals. This episode was produced by the Prevention and Education Department of the Advocacy Center for Crime Victims and Children in Waco, Texas. You can follow us on Instagram at ACCVC underscore prevention. See you next time.